Please start the show. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode number 19 of Random Draw, a board game podcast. I am your host, Daniel Mann. I'm here with Mark Belisle. Hey, guys. Dave Hubbard. That's me. This is our 19th episode. We've yeah. been a, been around for over a year now. It took us a year and two months to do 19 episodes, so I can't I know. You know what's crazy year. is sometimes I look up other uh, other podcasts just to curious how they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they, like, do a lot of them? Yeah, way more. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's fine. Like, that's their approach to the art. Like, I like to think... <laughs> that I like to think that we're more Dan Carlin than you know other podcasts. No, we don't do research, Mark. That we are not a well, well researched, well thought out. Dave, I like you to. I'd like you to know. I wrote down who makes the games that we. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say I see a one notebook and one uh, page of notes that's been folded into the shape of an arrow. I have a notebook <laughs> app on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We're yeah, I think so. That really puts us on the same playing field as Dan Carlin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Except with smarts. <laughs> Except for he's except smart. That, except that his brain is like deuce, and our brain is like deuce. Yeah, we have the smaller brains. Yeah, uh, yeah, we that's that's cool. They're almost at twenty episodes, but no, some some of the people put out like an episode a week, which is a lot. That's like, awesome. Yeah, that's I'm great. Je- I, I'm jealous. I, yeah. I don't have time to do that, nope. unfortunately. Yeah, but we've talked uh, recently about maybe going to buy. buy yeah, so so that's the goal yeah. to become more consistent in the coming year. That's our uh, New Year's resolution, if you will, is to mm-hmm. put out an episode every two weeks and then get on a schedule if yeah. we can. I the, mean, you're always going to slip up sometimes. Life life comes up, but yeah, that's our goal yeah. every two weeks. The so fans didn't new. demand it. No, but <laughs> no we're gonna we're gonna make it. No, happen. but if I can schedule, this is how my life works. If I can plan something ahead of time instead of us saying on Saturday like hey mm-hmm. are you free Wednesday because I never know Yeah, but if mm-hmm. I know every second Wednesday I have to be available then I can't you can plan, <laughs> plan better <laughs> then I can't well you can plan much more gooder yeah, yeah much, I'm a much better gooder planner <laughs> when I know ahead of time I'm planning well so, we went so. to PAX so we got to do a lot of board gaming yeah so we're gonna oh do you want to talk about PAX first or last uh, last okay let's, so let's we're gonna talk it. about some board games that we played and then we'll talk about our PAX experience we'll unpack it oh well, it's the same joke I made last year about PAX. Did I have the same reaction? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, makes sense. Bad Boys of PAX Part Two. I feel yeah. oh, sad. <laughs> boys of PAX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Oh, you know what's crazy? So, uh, no, I'll talk about it during PAX. Sorry, okay. <laughs> sorry. <A> segue. <laughs> segue for an hour from now. Uh, all right, let's start tonight's show talking about a little game called Trash Panda. It is indeed a little game. It is a small box game, mm-hmm. maybe six by six. Yeah. Cute. Uh, cute as a button. Cute and cubed. It's, I thought you said cubed. Uh, it's got a dice and a deck of cards. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that's, that is it. That oh, is no. This game Trash has. Panda's got, yeah, like mm-hmm. some uh, wooden tokens and some cards. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm thinking of two different games now. No, I'm thinking no, of No, you're thinking one. of Trash Panda. That I don't is know. everything <laughs> you've said is correct for Trash Panda. All right. What all right. other game are you thinking of? Who knows anymore? Yeah, it all. All right, so I bought Trash Pandas at Gen Con this year, Mm -hmm. and it is from Game Right Games, who we have a love-hate relationship with. They make Uh, some real great games, and then occasionally don't. I guess we there was just one game we didn't like, yeah. right? We didn't didn't yeah. like Sushi Roll. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's bad. That's why we didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, two episodes ago we talked about that. If you want, <laughs> but then they followed that. up with uh, Dragon Realms. Yeah. Dragon Realm, which I actually liked. we really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. So this is a uh, more of a child's game. But when we were there at, at Gen Con, I this lady gave me a selling point, and mm-hmm. I for the life of me can't remember what it was, but it made me buy it instantly. She said we were looking at it, and uh-huh. she's like, "Oh, you guys looking at Trash Pandas?" And we were like, "Yeah." She said, "Oh, well, I'll tell you about it if you want." And you. Like, sure, pitch me a game. Yeah. And she said, Well, the game is all about finding trashy treasures. And oh, you're was like, that it? Yeah, you were just like, Take my money. Sounds, sounds yeah, like yeah, something yeah. I would be a 
agreeable to. <laughs> I think it was pretty cheap too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, like twelve dollars maybe yeah. something like that. Uh, I think. Let me see. I wrote it down. It's nine dollars on Amazon right now. So Solid. you can get it. Yeah. Up sale. Yeah. You overpaid. Oh man, what a sucker! <laughs> I paid that uh, that con price. Yeah. That's cool. So in Trash Pandas, you are a said Trash Panda, Mm -hmm. and you are trying to collect certain trash from the dumpster, and some of it you are putting aside to save for later. Whoever puts away the most stuff. um, The most hype of each. The most hype of each thing, you get victory points, and then Mm -hmm. you're the winner. So the way the game works is you have these six dice, and you roll the uh, you roll. No, I'm sorry. This is all a lie. You have one dice. Yeah, I was about to say mm-hmm. incorrect. You have six tokens, and you have one dice with six sides. Yeah, a six sided dice, if you will. <laughs> I will call and, it a d six. Yeah, yeah. In the biz, we call that a d six. <laughs> you impress, little lady. Um, so that's God, where I take my God, dates. Please, somebody love me. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, this dice has one of the six um, icons on it, and each icon does a different thing you can draw two cards you could stash two cards you can steal a card from another player you can choose a one of the tokens that you have yet to choose and then you can show the top of the deck card face up and then anyone that has that card could stash it and for every card they stash you get to draw a card so those are your six cards yeah those are the entirety of the actions. that's all your actions. so you roll this dice and then you take the token if you ever roll the same token more than once your turn is over unless you play a card that lets you re-roll or which is a like neat push your luck mechanic. Right. Yeah. So you're trying to, you want actions to do, and you don't want to bust because if you bust, your turn is over. And that is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it, it, is a, it is a disappointment. <laughs> it is a real bummer. I had <laughs> that first game we played. Uh, man, I, I got like two stash cards. I just couldn't seem yeah. to get more than one roll at a time. So it, it's really a super simple game. And um, the cards are decent cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they And they're like funny, like trash panda talk. So like the bananas are like nanners. And like the, the, <laughs> the fish are the fish. Yeah, fish. <laughs> fish. Um, the chocolate's called yum yum. yum, yum. And it's just like nonsense yeah. stuff like that. And um, each card has a, an ability, like a power that you can use, or you can stash it. And again, the point of the game is to stash a, as many of that type of card as you can. Mm-hmm. And then if you have more than the other players, you get the victory points, and they're marked on each card. Yeah, and it's like for so many points for first place, so many points for second, most right. of that card, so many points for third, most of that card. Right. right. And so you're it's a secondary push-your-luck mechanic, because you can use these cards to mess with other players, but you also need those cards to win the game. Mm-hmm. So... Um, do you want to troll or do you want to win? <laughs> I'd like to choose neither. <laughs> Just lose the game bad, it's, poorly. It's, it's good to have a, uh, a stance, Dan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, I pick I, I pick none. I, I always like to troll personally, but I mean that's that's you, boo. That's my you well. Listen, my um, my resolution for 2020 stand for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that uh, this game can absolutely suffer from the same problem that um, Machu Kuro had, mm-hmm. where you can just get in a spiral of dice don't go your way and you don't get turns yeah and you just watch everyone else do stuff while you don't do anything yeah it's kind of a bummer and like i said that's what happened to me the first game i stashed like two cards the whole game and thank goodness the the game's not very long the game is like what 12 15 minutes yeah it's funny you say that dave because i consulted the meta on the game Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. said just be more lucky yeah (laughs) is it i've been doing it wrong get good (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this this is a really easy game my daughter's seven and we play it all the time it's mm. one of her favorite games and like we had everybody over and it's easy for everybody to play like she knows all the rules mm-hmm. like you don't even have to handhold her with this one she just goes and does her thing 
Yeah, it's a it's a mm-hmm. well put together, interesting game. Yeah, yeah, it is perfectly fine for what it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't expect too much from it. My rating it, is just about to reflect. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's give trash pan old trash pandas a Good rating. Old trash pandas. How many um, how many fish out of ten <laughs> <laughs> would you give this? And of course, with our rating system, if you're not familiar, we do a one to ten rating system, but we don't use the number seven because it's kind of a cop out. You can give everything a seven. Uh, you can justify just about anything yeah. being a seven. So it makes you makes you pick whether it's a, a great game or just a perfectly fine game. So how many fish out of uh, 10 would you give Trash Pandas? I give this game a solid four. Okay. Yeah. I, four. I, I think it is a just below average game. It is not bad by any means. It's not broken. But it has the problem, like we talked about, that you can mm-hmm. just get in a spiral where there's nothing you can do. You roll some dice. They don't go your way. And now your turn is over. And that is it. And I don't like that that can be a mechanic. A mechanic where you don't get a turn. That you don't get to do something. You get a turn. Yeah, you your just, turn is roll, yeah, this, roll that dice. Roll, roll that this dice. one dice twice. Have it come up on the same symbol <laughs> twice. And now your turn is over. Oh, yeah, you no, get a turn. Yeah, yeah there, you always get a turn. And to reiterate, too, there are re-roll cards. But that requires you having to have them. Have yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> you need one to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have turn after turn where you're not getting to draw any cards because the dice don't go your way. Then. And I will say that's the one thing I did kind of th- think was interesting about the game like you could stash the card for its point value or mm. you could play it for its like special effects. yeah if you stash it it's only worth one point yeah and there's a couple uh, there's a dog and a cat card and those aren't worth any points but they block people from stealing from yeah. You. yeah and the card that lets you re-roll a dice is the card mark was just talking about where it's worth one point if you stash it just mm. period for you or it lets you get re-rolls which are pretty valuable in this game oh yeah they're perfectly valuable <laughs> uh, i'm i would give this game a six, a six. A- and for a couple reasons the thing that happened to me where I lost a turn a bunch of times, thats I've played this game a ton of times, and that's never happened to me before. Mm. And uh, it gets to a point, if you're having bad rolls like that, like you'll take two rolls and stop, like, and which is fine. Like you're, That's the push-the-luck element. So, And I like this game so much because it's so easy to teach new people, and especially if my daughter's there, she, will, she wants to be involved. So it's easy to take out Trash Pandas and everybody mm-hmm. play a couple rounds with that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really good game for, for what it is. I think it's above average uh, for a kid game because that's what it's marketed to mm-hmm. um so i'm i give it a six yeah i'm gonna land squarely in the middle there like a dirty centrist and uh, i'm gonna <laughs> give it a five. for nothing stand yeah, for nothing, stand for nothing. For nothing. Mark. i give it five fish out of five five, five fish out of ten yeah yeah, no, not, not five. five. Perfect, five. Perfect game. Good yeah, for yeah. you. No, it's a oh, different system entirely. I, I, I want that back. I want it back. Uh, no, so I agree. Uh, it's it's perfectly legitimate for what it is. It's um, really easy breezy. It's perfect to have if you have kids. Like you know, and then the price is right too. Like nine dollars. Nine bucks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or twelve if you're going to overpay at a con. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to get you're a sucker. You're going to get jobs at Gen Con. <laughs> if you're sold by some stupid words. Yeah. Like yeah. Some trash treasures. You were as soon as you like, said oh, it. I tore my shirt off. Started running up and down the aisles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a trash treasure. Woo. <laughs> you are my favorite trash treasure. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, let's do a quick okay. uh, quick pop culture thing. Uh, what's your favorite raccoon in media? Favorite raccoon in media? Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like I now ha- have to name more than one raccoon. I can in name media. two. Okay, let's hear them. The Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, okay. And the Galaxy. Uh, Little King Trashmouth from Bob's Burgers. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about him. There's also uh, Bruce Willis's raccoon character from Over the Hedge, which was like a DreamWorks picture from <laughs> no, back no. in the day. No, uh, never mind. All that's right. That's not a thing, Mark. I thought. All right, I, name a fourth. Uh, <laughs> the two raccoon, or the family of raccoons from The Great Outdoors. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
also the John Candy movie yeah, from the, the John 80s Candy. where he shoots the fur off the oh, bear's I remember butt. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a and great then, movie. And but... then there was that raccoon with the big feet uh, from Harvey and the Hendersons. And... I, don't, I don't remember that one. <laughs> that so, was Bigfoot, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Harry, just Harry and the Henders. Harry, uh, whatever. And, okay, I gotcha. No, uh, no I, I guess I would go Rocky Raccoon. Cause, Rocky Raccoon's pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. he's. I do Little King Trashmouth. Yeah, and his husband Paul or something like oh, that. It's hilarious. I certainly don't remember. <laughs> Bob's Burgers is so good. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, great. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Mark. Uh, that's what I do. I add <laughs> that sort of coverage to your podcast. You know what, Mark? I think that was fun. I'm not going to take a stand on how I feel about it. Yeah, Thanks, no Dave. stands. <laughs> Don't take a stand on it. Can anybody make a raccoon noise? No. I don't even know what a raccoon sounds like. Is it like... like... (laughs) I don't know what that was. God, I hope so. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I'll put put it up to the mic. I don't know that I've ever seen a raccoon... Do they chirp or something? Yeah, they do like a weird... Growl? They do like a weird chirping thing. Hold on. They're kind of unruly looking the way they walk. Yeah, I walk like a... Like they... (laughs) (laughs) I wish you did. (laughs) So one time when we Kick all my limbs out. (laughs) Yeah, but like they're all... Their backs all hunched? They're called chitters. Oh. That's a raccoon? Oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. It's very shrill. Oh, get it away. It's very shrill. Dave, it's on your feet. Oh, no, get away. Get away. Get it. I've never heard a raccoon no. before. Oh, no. I don't like and no, I don't why would want I? to. I don't want to hear one again. No, no, I like raccoons. It was so shrill. You do? Yeah. We uh one time we were camping and uh my girlfriend, the woman I love. Where's who... this going? <laughs> oh, it's it's good. <laughs> You'll see. All right. So we we barbecued and then uh she threw a bunch of baked beans into the woods. Why? because <laughs> uh, she's a maniac. That's how you get animals. Uh, that's yeah, how you that's get how bears. You get bears. Yeah, we were up in the Poconos, so she just throws oh, a good. bunch There's of There's barely uh, any bears up there. <laughs> So she threw a bunch of baked beans and like just past the clearing where we were camped at. Bushes baked beans? Uh, yeah, they were like the bushes vegetarian baked beans. Dude, oh, there's a really clearly. angry golden retriever somewhere yeah. right now. <laughs> I said, "Here's your beautiful bean footage." <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, like raccoons ate them. Like we could hear them outside the tent all night long. I've seen raccoons eat like cat food or dog food outside. Or My favorite is like when you hands. just see them like just grab as much as they can and then like walk on two legs away from it. Have I you seen that video? So creepy. My, yeah. Fa- yeah. My favorite video is the one where they gave the raccoon cotton, cotton candy, candy and then he tries to wash, wash it, it and it all disappears. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like, raccoons wash their food yeah, before yeah, they eat yeah. it so he put it in and he was he just looks so upset and the, he was like grabbing in the water. Oh, that's face, really funny. His face is just unfathomable sadness yeah. like in that moment as he stares at his food disappearing before him. I don't think I've ever seen that. We'll have to show you afterwards. It's good. It's great. It's worth a watch. Go on the YouTubes and watch it. Yeah. This is all good radio. Yeah. Everyone loves uh, Raccoon right. Talk. Raccoon Talk. Is someone hosting this? Can we have this? <laughs> Sorry. Are there rails of some sort this no, no, could no, be no. on? No, uh, no, I don't take a stand anymore. <laughs> 2020. You believe 20, in nothing. Yeah, I don't believe in anything. I don't take a stand anymore. <laughs> Done with it. Oh, man. I love uh, Nihilus, Dan. Let, let's, <laughs> let's talk about a game I got at, at PAX. Uh, junk art. Ooh, oh, dexterity junk game. Art. Yeah. So this is a dexterity game, and it comes with a ton of just crazy shaped mm-hmm. pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of hard to describe because they're not. There's plenty of pictures on our social media. Oh yeah. yeah. If you yeah. go to our Instagram or Facebook page, you'll see a ton of pictures uh, from from our junk art experience, and, it, and they're multiple multiple colors and just like a crazy amount of weird yeah, shapes. Like a yeah. half circle with oh. a bevel on one side. Yeah. And the... Cylinders. There's pedestals. Yeah. There's, there's like little balls. Flat, flat spot barbell yeah. looking thing yes. yeah. yeah so it's all kinds of crazy stuff so this game does something really cool it's not just like okay stack that up and whoever's falls last wins 
you're an artist in this game. A junk artist. A junk artist. So you are going from city to city and building this art in a competition to get the most fans. Ooh, so is that the flavor? Yep. So oh, each nice. each city has a different set of rules. So one is, I, I forget what city it is, but you have three cards. And each one of these shapes and color has a card representing it. And so you have these three cards and you are playing one for your, keeping one for yourself and passing two to other people. Mm-hmm. Then you're playing mm-hmm. a card. Then after you pass the three, you stand up and you move to someone else's thing. So now that is yours. So you want to screw them over, but you also don't want to screw them over too much because soon that will be your art that you need to do. That was one of my favorite ones. That There's, was a great one. And every single city has a completely different set of rules yeah. that you have to follow to build the art there. Like yeah. The base one, Tokyo, is just each of you has to flip a card at the same time so you all have the same number of pieces Whoever's tallest yeah. after a certain mm-hmm. number of cards wins. wins yeah. yeah, you have like ten cards or something. Yeah, like, that. like and yeah. every one of them's different. But my favorites are all the ones with player interaction. The yeah. more player interaction there was, the more fun I had with this game. And most of the cities mm-hmm. have a ton of player interaction. And there's some of it was so simple. Like, all right, you you have t- whatever ten cards, and you flip a card over, you stack it as fast as you can, and then you say done when you stack it. And whoever was the last one to finish doesn't get to stack that piece. Yeah. and then at the end, wh- whoever is the tallest win. So it's yeah. like these people rushing to stack these real precarious like mm-hmm. yeah. items. And it's just, it's fun. Well, and some of them are total number of pieces or mm-hmm. all sorts of different things. So it's not always about height. Right. Sometimes it's just about having it not fall over. Right, right. right. The caveat usually if you, if like more than two pieces hits the table, you're yeah, de- out of the game, depending but... Depending on the, the city, but if it's like three, uh, two, two plus is normally their number, mm-hmm. uh, two plus and you're eliminated. But as soon as you're eliminated, that ends the game and then it's whoever's as tallest after that so there's no real player elimination for the most part there isn't some of the cities but even then like watching other people try to procure so this stuff is fun that's the best part and it's a short game yeah if you're just like on the couch and you're watching dave like try to make this monster work it's so great it's pretty fantastic it's terrifying but it's fun yeah i had been looking at this game for a really really long time and it was out of print for a while and then they released a version with plastic pieces the one i got had wooden pieces Mm -hmm. get the wooden pieces Uh, wooden pieces Mm -hmm. I assume better, I assume a heavier, uh, more durable quality. But that little extra weight, I think, is kind of key to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been looking at it for a while. And it's different when you see someone play it than when you actually play it. Like, like I've seen a video online of it and like, okay, like that looks cool. But then when you start playing, it's a whole nother mm-hmm. thing. Ooh, tell me about it. Like when you like are stacking it and you're trying to figure out the perfect way to counterbalance like mm-hmm. this, <laughs> this <laughs> awful thing that you're totally... being forced to build. Oh, it's so it's so good. Like yeah, I assumed yeah. if I was building real junk art, I would be welding these things together. But instead, my version of art is just good luck, city. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving now. I hope yeah. my installation doesn't fall over in 30 yep. seconds. Bye, guys. Yep. Oh, you seven people liked it. Cool. I'll see you guys later. Also, don't stand close to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it comes in a nice plastic container. Uh, the, the inserts plastic. All the pieces go in really easy. Like Damn. I said, it's all really uh, nice wooden pieces and the mm-hmm. card stock's really good. There's like little square cards. This dynamite insert, man. It comes with like a little uh, paper, not paper, but like cloth t- tape measure too, to mm-hmm. do all your, your heights and stuff. It, it's really, really good quality. You get it on Amazon right now for 60 bucks. It's a, it's a, I paid less than that at PAX. I just happened to get it there cheaper but i would pay 60 bucks for it again 
making up is. for that trash panda money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 10 more years, then I'll make it. Yeah. Trash panda will be free. But yeah, it, it is a very good game. It, it We had a ton of fun playing oh, yeah, this. And I can't, sure. this is kind of dexterity games. I'm, I'm kind of hit or miss on. Like some are, are fun for a little bit, but I could see us playing this a lot because it changes so much and there's so many variations mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's quick to play. I think mm-hmm. the, a good dexterity game is mostly quick to play. Sure. Yeah. Like I really enjoy, uh, well, now it's called Terror in Meeple City, but oh, originally yeah. I really enjoy that game, but like the setup is annoying and then it takes a while to play. And like there's a dexterity game that yeah. I'm hit and miss on. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but I'm hit and miss whereas this i'd play anytime yeah uh, i have the one called rampage but that was a lawsuit so (laughs) now they're called terran meeple city if you want to purchase rampage you must purchase terran meeple but um but yeah like you said that the setup is a a bear in that one Mm -hmm. and every once in a while pull it out and play it and like oh yeah that game's fun but it's not something i could play a lot of Mm -hmm. and as with junk art though you could just pull it out and play and it's so easy to teach and easy to play and having the 14 different game types Yeah, yeah yeah like it's such a brilliant idea like it's such a master stroke just to have like all these different yeah. ways to play the game so yeah. it, like it rarely ever gets stale because we we played through all 14 mm-hmm. and and Honestly, we didn't. We could have kept going. Yeah, yeah, we didn't play the game exactly like it. We were just trying it all out. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's so easy to pick five cities and like whoever has the most um, fans at the end of those five cities, the winner. But that's not really the point for us. Like it was more like, okay, you won this one. Let's do this city now. Oh, yeah. So it was. It was just a blast of a game. Yeah, and that, a game that's so fun in a vacuum also says something else about it. Like for that sure. it's that much fun in a vacuum. We didn't need to go. Well, let's play the next one to see who wins. Like right. No, who yeah. Cares? No, I didn't care. It's a, mm-hmm. and it's always that moment like. There was one, I won't, this stuck out in my mind, but like, I forget what it was, but it had already ended like, oh, let's just see how high I could get it. So I just kept stacking it. And then the one piece I was just holding in my hand and I don't know what happened, but it just like fell directly out of my hand (laughs) onto the top of the structure. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know, my hand just opened up and it fell and it's just like, everybody was like, no, No. it was just a funny thing. Like. It was such an anticlimactic way to uh, tip that the, over. Oh, man, you get those long, thin boards, like, kind of yeah. graced plays. I remember, I think I have a picture of Dave's creation on uh, Facebook. I can't believe that and one stood. It was the first night that we were at PAX, mm-hmm. and we were just like, there's no way he's going to be able to finish this out. Yeah, and everybody's like, tired. Yeah, and... he just plopped it right on top. And, like, I saw it visibly quiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, visibly quivers. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, like, it just stayed. <laughs> stationary and I was like how on earth did he do that that's amazing I felt like the guy from the meme who's like what is happening right now Uh, so that's junk art from Pretzel Games. Uh, how much Pretzel Games? Pretzel Games oh, as a, as like a company. I've never heard of them, but they make a good game. Yeah, they make, <laughs> they junk make art. one good game. That is a good game. Uh, how many? How much junk in the trunk out of ten, <laughs> but not using seven? Would you give this game? Uh, I think this trunk is full. I I go a solid nine. I had an absolute blast playing this game. And when it comes to dexterity games, I can't think of much that they could have done better. Yeah, I'm going to go nine also, just because, like I said, I'm hit or miss on, like, I really like Tokyo Highway, but it's not a game I'm like, I always want to pull out. Mm -hmm. But I could see us like, especially at the start of a game night or an end of a game Mm -hmm. night, like, oh, you want to play some junk art? And I could see it coming out a ton of times. And it's just so well put together and all the pieces are, are so well crafted 
and it's just a well thought out game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, well totally. I agree with both you guys. I'm gonna give it a nine. Nine nine junks in the trunks. <laughs> Dang, that's so much junk in that trunk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's 18 junks in the trunk. But like fitting that it's junk more is, than that. It's 27 junks in a trunk. <laughs> yeah, fitting <laughs> that junk is so hard though because the, their pieces are so misshapen. So like, misshapen. It's like could you stack 27 of these pieces oh, in no. a trunk for sure? I, I couldn't in my stack trunk, them in yes. general. <laughs> could I put 27 pieces in my trunk? Yeah, could I yeah. dump them in your trunk? In sure. my car trunk? or Could you stack them? <laughs> well, and that's another thing. It's not like you can just start with whatever you want. You stack them with this, like, there's a, a base that you have to start with. Oh, yeah, like oh, yeah, a yeah, small yeah. square base. Like a little base. pedestal. So it's not even like you could just get a good foundational piece and start with this broad, huge base. No, no, no. Yeah. You have this little square that you have to start on. Oh, yeah. My favorite, too, is, like, they're all designed to never be exactly flush. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's the thing. Like, there was a couple times where I thought, oh, if I just turn this on the side, it'll be flush with this. And then you put the piece on it and just so, oh, so slanted. Just like the tiniest bit. Like that yeah. is like a superior troll move right there. Like, like I can just see, like if you were to put a marble on it, it would just, it like just roll, roll right, right off. off. Yeah. Oh. You, you win. You win. Yeah. Good. Excellent work, Pretzel Games. Yeah. Uh, so another game we, uh, I picked up at PAX that Dave and I demoed at PAX mm-hmm. was Detective Club. Man, that game was fun. Yeah. So this was, uh, the demo was so easy. It, it, we picked it up so very quickly. <laughs> um, we got to talk about the demo, too. I did but... enjoy watching you guys demo this game. <laughs> oh, man. So, go, go ahead. So in Detective Club, one person, I don't understand the meta, really, of this, but uh, so one person is the clue giver, essentially. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one person is the conspirator. Only the conspirator knows they're the conspirator. So even the clue giver doesn't know. Which is a kind of a fun wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah. So you have these little uh, notebooks. And what happens is you have these abstract cards. Think Mysterium or Dixit or mm-hmm. anything. Obscurio. Obscurio. Yeah. Like these any, awesome any cards. Any game where you have just completely crazy art. That yeah. you would look at it and you're like, this is some sort of M.C. Escher painting mm-hmm. nonstop throughout this entire. And huge deck. Like the, a massive deck of Giant these paintings. Tech. Why, yes, David. That is a cactus riding a pillow in the style of a cow. <laughs> Boy. That's an actual piece of art from this game. Yeah, it was it was amazing. So this and there's like a hundred of these cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's just a ton of them. So what happens is you have you have your hand of six cards, and as the um, clue giver, you're trying to give a roundabout enough clue so that the conspirator can kind of con their way into also being in on it. Because you get points if no one picks the conspirator out. Yep, as the clue giver, you're going to get points for the... uh, As the clue giver, you're going to get points for the conspirator doing well. So you're going to look at your hand, and you're just going to pick a random word. In the um, demo, the guy said giant. Mm -hmm. So he writes giant on... If there's four players, he writes giant on three of these notebooks, and then just one has a line through it. And then he he randomly passes them out so he doesn't know either and then you look at your thing and if you have giant you know what cards to play if you don't you're like "Uh uh-oh so i got handed my notebook and there was just a line on a piece of paper and this is the demo and i have no idea what i'm doing so i'm just told to play cards right so then the uh, clue giver plays a card Mm -hmm. and then it goes around the table everybody else plays a card so you see what the clue giver gives his card has something to do with the clue he Mm -hmm. gave so he puts it out there and then all these other people know the clue so it goes around once then it goes around again so now there's two cards out and then you have these cool like little wooden um magnifying glasses Mm -hmm. and those are your 
who you're going to accuse like the conspirator tokens. of, yeah. right? Yeah. So you go now go around the table and starting with the person giving you the clue and he says, um, this is why I picked giant and he points it out. And then everybody goes around the table and now you're listening to these other players. Like, why did they pick giant? And sometimes you could just look at their cards and be like, that dude doesn't know what's up, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> so as the conspirator, you get a guaranteed one card because yeah. the clue giver always get, plays a card first. So you get mm-hmm. a guaranteed one card to take a look at what they think is an illustration right. of what the word is. But this art is ridiculous. So I look at his card, and Giant is not even mildly a thing that I think about. He played at something or other, and I like it got to me, and I had no idea. So I just played a random thing that looked like it was the same colors and some shapes, maybe, yeah. that were on mm-hmm. his card. Yeah, right. So and then it went back around the second round. The guy next to me played a piano. I had a card with a guy playing piano, so I went, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I played that. Yeah, so we've been playing this game for two minutes. Yeah. Like, we learned the rules and we started playing. So this, I was the very first person to like accuse. And I just go, it's clearly Dave. <laughs> and I said, and I didn't have any reasoning because I still don't really know how to play this game. Mm-hmm. But I've played hidden role games with Dave before and he's a liar. So I said. <laughs> and I sat there with Dan saying this and in my brain I just was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So I go, so we're playing with two like people we don't yeah, know. Two strangers mm-hmm. a pack. And so I go, listen guys, I know Dave for a long time now. He is a liar. <laughs> Almost so, 10 years worth it, of yeah. time. So yeah. it is him. Yeah. And so they all voted for Dave. And, <laughs> Immediately. And, and yeah. And sure enough, he just yeah. happened to be, I, mean, I, I would have looked real bad if it wasn't. I but, didn't even get to defend myself. I mean, Dan you, just tosses Well, you like defended yourself, but it was just like, even the defense was like so shaky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Cause it, so after all the cards are revealed, the um, clue giver says, all right, the word, he gives you the word and then he tells you why. So now everybody knows the word. So even the person, uh, the conspirator knows the word but now at this point you look down at your cards you're like uh oh now i yeah now i have to make up why this word word how am i gonna justify any of this exactly so that's what you're doing as the conspirator as me is you're sitting there staring at all these cards and thankfully you have at least a couple of listenings usually of Mm -hmm. like at least the clue giver and then maybe one or two other players saying so the word was giant i chose this card because blah 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 giant so you're staring at your cards desperately trying to be like uh, uh, how do I justify this right, being giant? Right. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the piano keys are giant on this card. <laughs> but of course, I played this piano because the dude next to me played a piano. Right. Turns out there was a giant playing a tiny piano on his card. <laughs> it has nothing to do with a piano. So uh, it, it is a lot of fun to not just look at the art. That is fun. Yeah. And then also figure out if you're the conspirator, what you should play. If you're not and you know the word, half the time you're also staring at your cards right. going, oh man, I, <laughs> I got nothing on this. And, yeah. and our first couple rounds, we kind of blew it because as the clue giver we're being so specific right. that you are just exiling any chance of the conspirator getting it because yeah. you're just didn't, like didn't quite understand that as the clue giver it's very important to be vague because you only get points if the if person the goes conspirator the cat, right mm-hmm. so i mean it's tough it's hard and these cards are so abstract you have to kind of be a fast talker to work your way around mm-hmm. it like if you are the next person to go right after the clue giver you're kind of screwed because yeah. you're just like uh oh like oh, what Lord. line yeah. of bs yeah. can i give these people like we talk out of our butts non-stop sure <laughs> you've listened to this podcast <laughs> yeah so so we're all pretty good at at least doing that right. but, but if you couldn't mount a swift defense of whatever 
whatever it is you have, I, I certainly wouldn't play this game. I right. Think the only time I, I got away with it was when I was the last person to explain yeah. why I went with yeah. what I did. And it's also, and we I, played I this. I still couldn't convince Dave. <laughs> we played this with our wives, too. And it's like just playing with sharks. Like, oh, they yeah. like blood in the water. Yeah, if you yeah. make one tiny mistake in your description of why you think your cards match, like, it doesn't matter. You'll just start seeing these magnifying glasses, <laughs> oh, like, flying fly. your direction. The, like The oh. red delicious apple versus Granny Smith. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I yeah, messed that one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the I will say we all thought, or at least Dan and I had a conversation about it, that we thought Amber, Dan's wife, was yeah. going to love this game yeah, because yeah. she loves Obscuro and really loves Mysterium. And it's the same art style and that it's just strange pictures. It is the same weird clue giving. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things that we thought Amber is going to adore this game. She hated this yeah, game. Yeah, it just didn't hit with her. No. And I, I'm not sure exactly what it was. It, it could have been she was tired or something too. Yeah. So we, we probably need to try it again. But she said she really liked being like the clue giver. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the part. So in with Mysterium, there's no hidden rule. So you are just trying to figure out what mm-hmm. these clues mean. So I think that's what didn't hit with her. She didn't like Obscurio as much as she liked Mysterium because, because of the hidden Obscurio. role. And it's just like, I, I could see it adds a lot of pressure to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, us, well, and we play a ton of games like that, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, I don't know. We might need to just play it uh, more times with her and see, mm-hmm. just force it on her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll Amber. play it so you like okay, it. We're playing this game. Yeah, just, just Do you like it, it yet? No? Next round. Next round. <laughs> <laughs> one more time once more with feeling uh, yeah so it i mean i really liked it i thought it was a really good game i got it for 30 bucks it was on sale at pax and it, you can get online though for 35 so that's like the msrp for oh, it, man. which and is like nothing now and the amount of incredible original art in this game is alone worth it like it, it makes me so feel cool. like maybe some artists out there aren't getting paid what they deserve yeah <laughs> yeah I, from what i hear <laughs> it makes art, me feel that artists way. don't make a lot of money until they've been dead for a while it's almost like that term starving artist means something (laughs) you know what that has the ring of truth yeah yeah Yeah. and Uh, it's cool about this game because like you can clearly see like which artists have worked on multiple cards mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like because some of like even though it's like very crazy like it's very similar sure like i I keep going back to the 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 cactus riding a a pillow like a cowboy (laughs) so crazy but there was like another one where it was like a rat pretending like he's on a ship or whatever like Mm -hmm. in a crow's nest and i was like I can clearly tell that that's the same artist. Yeah, right. there were a couple that was like people fishing, but yeah. in, in totally various ways. Like one is a floating house and one is a rat on a bridge and like totally different art. The one that stuck out to me so much was this cat looking real regal with like a cloak on and these fish just like swimming around it, but it's like in the air. Oh, and just yeah. something about it. I was like, I really like this part. <laughs> I don't know. It talks to me. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could get that little cactus framed though. That was great. Yeah, I mean, the art's so good. This is from uh, Blue Orange Games. They make a, a oh, they make, so they make good stuff. stuff. They make a uh, planet, which I think will be reviewed. Yeah, we're gonna oh, come yeah. Out. yeah. So there's a game. <laughs> there's a game we could have talked about. A little tease right there. Uh, yeah, planet also mm-hmm. from Blue Orange Games. So let's. How many wooden magnifying glasses out of ten, not Ooh. using seven, would you give this game? Mark? Are these magnifying? Mm-hmm. They are. Are these magnifying? <laughs> are these magnifying glasses with glass? Or no, they... we can't trust you with that. That's true. No, this is little wooden things with no glass on them. I love maybe cling wrap. They actually cling wrap. Yeah, they actually don't magnify anything i'll only break them so <laughs> that makes sense so answer the question oh so oh you, oh, you, oh you want my opinion <laughs> right that's why i said mark oh i didn't hear you say mark uh i would give this game i'm gonna i'm gonna surprise you guys a little bit here oh okay i'm gonna give it a six. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, um i kind i i enjoyed <laughs> All right, the game. Well, i don't take a stand anymore yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true i i did enjoy the game i i enjoyed playing it
it. I think it's a little long. I think it like I, I know you're supposed to go around two rounds. Two rounds. Yeah. Everyone is the clue giver twice. Yeah. So about that, that was kind of a lie. Yeah. Um, oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. If it's four or less players, you go around twice. If it's uh, five or more, you only go around once. Okay. Oh, okay. Then that would that would remedy what my biggest problem. Yeah. I was trying to. <laughs> all right. Well, now Amber's listening to this. I was trying to. For- <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to force the game on her a little bit to, oh, because I gotcha. because I think sometimes she unfairly judges stuff and that might just be my view of it so i i was <laughs> i was using a rule that i made up <laughs> to oh, we uh, make her play a little rule. longer yeah, yeah tune okay. in next episode when, when dan becomes my roommate yeah. <laughs> uh, single dan here everybody <laughs> i'm single ready to mingle who wants to play some board games yeah so uh, that's great a fog of love it's <laughs> a fun little look into my life <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait to hear how that all shakes out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, good yeah. luck, man. All right, well, with that knowledge in in, uh, in my little back pocket there, I'm gonna change my score to an eight. Okay. Uh, I, when I was, we were playing, I was like, I can't get over how long this game is. Uh, yeah, I made it up, <laughs> so it would be longer. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That is the best. Yeah, I, uh, I actually yeah. meant to tell you guys later too, and I totally just slipped my mind <laughs> until now. You know, now is my favorite time to tell us. I stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a better time to it, tell you yeah. for sure. sure. It's unvarnished truth right there, and I love it. Yeah, uh, give me an eight, <laughs> Dave. You're up. Oh yeah, I uh, I'm solid eight on this game as well. I, I think it is fun. I love art games. I like I like hidden role games a lot. Yeah. I think that one of the main reasons I like games like this is because you get to play three different games. Mm-hmm. Because if you're the clue giver, you're playing one little game, and if you're or a person who knows the na- knows the word, you're playing another little game. And if you're the uh, random other, I forget, I forget the name for the it. Conspirator. The conspirator. Then you are playing another game. Yeah. So it's you get to play three different games and all in the span of less time than it took us apparently to play. <laughs> <laughs> I would say about half the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I also give it an eight. This game was really fun. As soon as Dave and I played the demo, I was like, I'm getting this game. Oh, yeah. I was, was about to buy it. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. like, it was such an obvious pick for me just because uh, it's so similar to something I thought Amber was like. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but the the cards are so good. Like, I, I mean, I can't get over how good these art cards are. And game, all games like this, like Dixit, uh, mm-hmm. Mysterium, all those, uh, they're they're just so good. And it just makes for such an interesting game. My only complaint is uh, maybe that as the clue giver. Um, sometimes I get like an issue where I can't think of a word. So maybe if I had a time limit, it could force me. Cause there was a couple mm. of times where I was like trying to figure out a word and we were sitting there for like five minutes waiting for me to figure yeah. out a word, just staring. just staring at these cards. Uh-huh. Or maybe there was some rule where you could like discard your hand or something like something, oh, but right. we could house rule that or, or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I, that was more <laughs> me than anything. <laughs> but yeah, that, the game is fantastic. It, it's a really great looking game and 35 bucks is like, oh yeah, it's such a good price. No, I, I'd pay that, but I didn't. I paid 30 saved. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Great. get me. Making back more of that trash who, panda who, uh, money. Who designed that? Do we know? No, I don't know. Okay. Je- Jefferson. Someone for sure designed it though. Jefferson oh. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson Airplane. I thought you meant the president. He like he did Monticello and then he had like a rough prototype of Detective Tim, Club. Tim Jefferson. <laughs> hey, it's me, Tim Jefferson. Have you seen my new uh my new game? I'll I'll look it up for you, Mark. But Dave will tell us about this last game. So the last game we played more games, but this is the last one we're talking about this week. Of course, the Detective Club is what we just talked about. Guardian's Call from Skybound. Oh, uh, Guardian's Call. So this is kind of fun because my uh, sister's boyfriend 
actually bought a one-day pass to PAX and joined us on Saturday. Yeah, what up, Mike? And so this is one of the games that Mike actually picked up. So we, one of my favorite things about PAX, and we'll get into more of this later, but there's so much room to just sit down and play games. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the four of us went over, sat down, and he uh, handed me the rule book and was like, hey, can you learn how to play this? I was like, sure, man. <laughs> so, which I have no problem with at all. Yeah, um, no. So I, I thought it was really cute. <laughs> it was adorable. <laughs> um, so I, I read it over, not that difficult of a game, and then we all played through a round. It, basically, the concept is more complicated Sheriff of Nottingham. It has the core mechanic of sort of bluffing each other, but instead of a group bluff, you're bluffing one player at a time. Mm -hmm. So you have uh, many different ways to get victory points. Uh, There's like a little mini that you have on a castle track. Anytime you play, you put a villager card in your tableau, you move up a level on that. Mm -hmm. You can trade in three uh, artifacts for some treasure. The treasure always gives you victory points, but in an interesting twist, the more victory points it's worth, the better the power is that helps someone else at the table uh, which i thought was a really neat Mm -hmm. twist i had never Mm -hmm. seen that before and then you have the rest of the victory point mechanic which is building your tableau which this is very similar to sheriff of nottingham Mm -hmm. where you're basically taking your different cards they could be shields or weapons or uh, spell spell cards or a wild card so they can be used as Mm -hmm. anything and you're putting these out into a tableau and basically at the end of the game they're all worth different victory points based upon Rules that are on a reference sheet right yeah, in front of you. Super easy. So I'm not going to go over all the rules because that's that no. is pointless. So no, yeah, but it was it was easy. It, it was it easy. Is, oh, very much so. It seemed like a lot at the beginning, and then once you start playing, you realize how streamlined. This Absolutely. Game is. Yeah. Um. So the bidding mechanic, I or the bluffing mechanic, I also really liked. So as one of your turn portion of your turn, um, you can pick up cards out of sort of the middle of the board. There's like five face up cards. You can always pick those up, or you can draw mystery cards, getting your hand up to a total of six cards. Mm-hmm. One once you're at six cards, you can take as many cards out of your hand, one through six as you want, put them face down in front of another player, and then tell that player that you're offering them that many cards of whatever resource. So right. I could look at Dan and say, Dan, here are three cards. I'm offering you three weapons. Liar. <laughs> uh, correct. So, <laughs> so I'm offering you three weapons. Now you have a choice. You can either take these three weapons, I'm claiming that I'm giving you three weapons, or you can take one coin and I keep whatever it is that I was offering mm-hmm. you. And that mm-hmm. is where it's a real fun bluff because you have curse cards in the deck. And if I give you curses, that will obviously do bad things. You lose cards yeah. at your tableau. Oh, you yeah. if, if you get enough curses, a player can steal a card from yeah. your tableau. Oh, yeah. I think so, it's like three curses, and then you get to you, you get to steal from you them. Get to thieving. Yeah. Two curses, they just lose a random item out of their tableau. One curse does something else. But um, the point is, if you turn it down, if you call me a liar and I tried to give you curses, now I get, get cursed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you get a coin, and I get cursed. But... If I really was offering you three weapons and you turn it down, you still get a coin, but I get those three weapons into my tableau. Mm -hmm. So like that's most of how you're putting things in your tableau is this bluffing mechanic. And I like also that you have little tokens, one for each other character in the game. So you can't keep going to the same person. The weakest link. (laughs) You have to. Every single time you uh, bluff someone, you flip their character token over and you can't do it again until everyone has been flipped over. It's a lifesaver because I'm always going to take what you give me. Yeah, you do, Mark. I gave him curses. I can't. I, I gave curses too. I can't help it. Like I can't. Like if you 
just say, hey, Mark, listen, I'm going to prey upon you. <laughs> I'm going to give you like three spells. And I'm like, I like spells. I like spells. Spells are fun. Yeah. Spells are fun and good. And I kind of feel like they're curses, but there's no way Dave would do that to me. No. Yeah, why would he know? And then I'll say, okay, I'll take you. I'll take the spells. Cause I'll I'm trust thinking, you this time. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking Dave's trying to like make me think they're curses because he also specializes in spells. Mm-hmm. And then I mm-hmm. flip them up and it's just curses all the way down. <laughs> like, it's I should have seen that coming. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is no one's fault but my own. Yeah. And one of the differences uh, with this and a Sheriff of Nottingham is that you have to pl- you have to tell the truth about two of the things. Mm-hmm. So you cannot lie about the number of cards. The other thing is all of the cards must match. Yeah, now, they, have they the don't same. have to be what you claim they are. Yeah. Sheriff of Nottingham, you, the only thing you have to tell the truth about is how many cards yeah. are in there. But everything then you could lie you literally about everything <laughs> yeah. else. And then you could bribe your way out of it. Yeah. yeah. And the cards <laughs> can be whatever you put in right. there. Whereas mm-hmm. in this, it has to be the same card. So if I'm giving Mark curses and I give him three cards, I must have three curses to give Mark. Right. And it's easy. Like when you hear it, you're like, oh, why wouldn't I always just give good stuff? Well, if you have curses in your hand, there's no way to get those curses out of your hand. Yeah, and then you on t- have to give them to somebody. Well, have to give them to somebody. <laughs> and on top of that, if people realize you never lie, then like yeah. they're gonna start taking. You're giving them victory points. You're right, right. Handing them. Yeah, so it's, a ton of points. It it does a good job of uh, that. Just like moment of tension, like mm-hmm. uh, do I or don't I? Yeah, and it's like a, a good feeling when you scam someone. <laughs> it's a great and like feeling. yeah, and or in it, either direction. Yeah, either way. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really we were talking about it, i was like uh, okay because it's not like everything about this game is kind of generic like a generic art like the mm-hmm. cards are just mm-hmm. weapons and armor and you're just kind of just like okay there's villagers, like yeah villagers, there's yeah, like nothing yeah. to this game but the gameplay is really good mm-hmm. so it, it kind of took me by surprise uh with that it and was pretty tight too like it, it played in a good amount of time teaching wasn't that bad it nope. seemed like it was gonna be and then the second we got started we were like two people in not even two rounds in like two people and yeah. all of us got the game completely yeah the thing i like too is that each character you were assigned a character and each one of everybody specialized in a different thing it like incentivized you to go after certain things because like my character was interested in artifacts so the more artifacts i collected if ever i got artifacts from a deal i would also get an additional coin yeah, yeah. and each That's of the powers is were. identical like yeah. mine was spells yours mine was, was villagers yeah, yeah. And i think mike's was I don't know something else. So I think his shield. was shield. 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 He's yeah, collecting shields. So it was like it was a cool incentive to go towards those things, but they weren't game breaking mm-hmm. if you yeah, didn't get it them. It wasn't enough where you were like, "Oh, I have three villagers," and I was like, "Oh crap, I really have to get those villagers." <laughs> so it doesn't like leave you open to no. getting scammed, but yeah. it is a bonus. Like, oh, I hate three extra coins. That's good. I mean, yeah, and I could co- go for three extra villagers. Oh yeah, and <laughs> coins. You could dispel a curse from the center of the nice. board with five coins. It's worth five victory points, or you can uh, buy cards for three coins out of the center and put them directly in your tablet which is awesome which is so great. coins are pretty great coins yeah are pretty and then they're also worth victory points in the other game but it's like a minor amount but it's i'm not, busy spending that. yeah i got yeah, yeah. too much to do with them it was really funny because i remember a couple points during that game feeling so frustrated about just how things were going well and that's like a crazy thing so we're playing and i felt like we we're like four or five rounds in i looked down i have like three cards in my tablet like, <laughs> like i'm not doing anything yeah i had no cards for a very long time yeah that's weird. and then i think i came back and won well, no, I think, um, oh, mark, no oh no mark destroyed won. that's right us. mark yeah. destroyed us mark i I thought I, came I did. back and took a solid. Third. No, I was second. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I did really good. I had like forty-seven points, and Mark beat me by thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, oh, okay. and it was really weird. I, at no 
point did I ever feel like I was doing good in that game. Yeah, I thought I had I had a lot of victory points because you could kind of see what victory points everybody mm-hmm. has. And then <laughs> just with the end scoring, Marcos was like, "Oh, I have seventy." So far, I think I said I have seventy-one, and you guys are like, well, "Okay." Yeah, I, like, well, I, four, I almost have fifty. <laughs> it <laughs> reminded me of that time that we played uh, Scythe with Andre, uh, yeah. where Dan and I had a real fun back and forth, and yeah. then both of our scores put together <laughs> were not Andre's. Andre score. just wiped us with it. Like, okay, I never need to play this game again. This is a humbling experience. Yeah. Well, uh, the good news is is that I think what I really showed is that honesty pays. Like, if you're just honest sure. with people. Yeah, but we weren't honest with you. I know. Yeah. But, it but you know what that was, Mark? Fun. It was fun. I yeah. did have fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it worked out okay for me, apparently. Um, I got how... cursed a lot, which yeah, I wasn't, like, super into that. But, you know, it that happens. Clearly didn't bother you. <laughs> how many curses out of ten, can but not, say, not you, using seven, would you Curses. Curse. How many curses? <laughs> Out of ten, but you don't use seven. Would you give this? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, sure. You, you go first. I've gone, gone first, first yet. yet. You know what? I want to give this. It's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six. Mm, okay. I'm gonna give it a six. I really enjoyed it. Uh, keep in mind, six is above average. So, uh, but I really enjoyed it. But I don't know if it's something I'm like. I want to play a ton of. Like every, it's. I want to play it as much as I want to play Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a game I want to pull out all the time. But if if you were to say, do you want to play this or Sheriff of Nottingham, I would answer yes like i i'm fine with either one they're like they do a couple things different but they both do them really really well mm-hmm. and so i i really both i enjoyed them both so i think i'm gonna go six i could see that <laughs> well i mean mark that's I'm... the stand i'm taking it's not a stand <laughs> i know well 2020 stand yeah the, 2020 the... where we rate every game of five <laughs> 2020 2020 stand down uh, well we're here to review the root expansion today you can skip yeah. ahead we're gonna give it a five <laughs> yeah uh, it's got gameplay yeah, uh, give it a um, five. You know the it's art's got, really nice. It's got pieces. I uh, appreciated. Around. I appreciated the fact that there were moles. So <laughs> I'm gonna give it like five moles out of five. Uh, I'm gonna uh, give this game an eight. I think I, I think I landed on an eight. Again, it's the perfect seven. Yeah. I well, that's my problem. Yeah. Like I it it was not an eight for me, but it I feel bad, almost bad, giving it a six. I mean, it's above average, but that seven. But in in my face, I guess. I thought about it, and I was like, well, do I prefer this game or Sheriff of Nottingham more? And I think I prefer this game because it plays faster. I'm yeah. exactly on Mark's side here. Yeah. Sheriff I don't of, like taking a stand. I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah. I'm sorry to do yeah, this. It's but. okay. Sheriff of Nottingham. I don't approve of it, but. <laughs> It's really good. It's just a little longer than I kind of want in a in a game like that because I, I spend most of the game just getting scammed. <laughs> so like I'm not sure that's an experience I want to be re- like subjected to over and over and over. But so the main reason I give this an eight and I would give Sheriff of Nottingham like a six mm-hmm. is because that Sheriff of Nottingham is one note. Like you do one thing. You take your items. You put them in a bag. You bluff. Next round. I, I don't agree with that because you can bribe also to the side. Uh, there are there sure. is more stuff to the side. This. But- is just take or do not take and that um, is it for that action but there are sure. other actions you can do on your turn that aren't just that and so i enjoy the fact that it's sheriff of nottingham with just a bit more to do yeah that, that I, is it like it's not that i, I think know. it's drastically better but i like that there are more ways i don't agree that victory i don't agree that there's more things to do like you're uh, there still are literally more actions. No, there's not though. You're you draw cards and then you offer a bluff and that is it. That is your turn. Uh, no, because you can also use your coins in various ways. Right to buy cards, but that's but that's it. That's not like that's, that is one more action. Than well, you no, but it, it's the same amount of action because now I'm counting bribes as an action in Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, you can also turn in artifacts for treasures, but that's with the cards. That's part of the bribe part. No, because if you get three artifacts, you can turn them in for a treasure. Like that's a separate thing. Right, but you can. Only 
only get those cards through the bribe action or, or buying, buying them cards, the right? But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just saying you made it sound like there's like a ton of more stuff to do, and there's really there's not. This game's not more complicated or less complicated than Sheriff Nottingham. It's just a little. It's different. It does things a little different. Yeah, I mean, I would say the emphasis is put on different parts of the game. Like, sure, mm-hmm. where Sheriff of Nottingham, it's like, oh, okay, you got me dead rights. Here's a bunch of gold to make this problem go away. Yeah, or like you, we do all the time. You like use a bribe to trick in someone into opening <laughs> yeah, yeah, your yeah. bag. Which is like, so much. Yeah, fun. Oh, which yeah, is another. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think they're both good. I don't think there's a ton more to do in this one. I mean, I think they're both. Fun. I'll play both of these games. Like, oh yeah, I would oh, play yeah. both, but I think I prefer this. I would give them both a seven. <laughs> if we were being <laughs> I, yeah. Perfect seven games, but this is the beauty of the scale. Yeah, you know what, Dan? I probably would too. Yeah, <laughs> I give them both a seven. That's yeah. where I wanted to land on. But this, this but... scale forced me to choose, yeah. and I would choose Guardians Call over Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, I just I think I just have a a good spot in my heart of Sheriff of Nottingham. We yeah. played it so many more times. Oh yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Like that yeah. brings back good memories of mm-hmm. shooting, like bringing the crossbows into the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> and was that, and How that, else are they going to get ooh, their mark? All that, all that sinful black pepper. Oh. <laughs> that, but, oh, oh, yeah. What is that? A bolt of silk? I desperately. I desperately need artisanal breads, guys. <laughs> oh my god, are those golden apples? What is that, a rooster? Oh my gosh. Let me just, <laughs> Only chickens are allowed in this crazy. Game. Let me just bury my fingers so the, in that uh, feathers. What? No, nope. I'm like that nope. last part. <laughs> so, I no longer appreciate this. Yeah, yikes. I'm taking a stand and not take a stand. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, the games we played this week, this weekend-ish. Yeah. So, uh, but we did something uh, was awesome. We've done it every year. It has been in existence. Yeah, and we, we went to PAX Unplugged, which is in Philadelphia here. It, it is a blast. When it's a ton of fun. Yeah, we first went there. It was a lot smaller than it is now. Yeah. And it's grown a lot it's for, for the good. It's yeah, it's yeah. way bigger now. It's still not on uh, Gen Con level by no, any no, means. No, no, But it, it has grown a lot. And with PAX Unplugged, there's a larger emphasis on um, like the open play area mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, Gen Con's kind of more... Uh, Gen Con's a vendor almost. Kind of. I mean, they do a lot of stuff. They do way more uh, classes and speakers and stuff like that. And but the open play area in Gen Con is way smaller. Well, not only is is it smaller, but you have to pay for it in four hour blocks. Yeah, which is Mm -hmm. which is crazy. It is on. It's in an awesome spot, like on Lucas Oil Stadium ground. But but um, But at PAX, like they had way more space to play board games than at Gen Con. And on top of that, at PAX, it's all free as much as you want. Yep. Go run amok. And it's all. Awesome. And it's getting to the point, though, with packs that they need more room. Yeah, this the, was pretty mm-hmm. much maxed out. Yeah, it's hard to find a table now. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't get there early, like, it's we, the, there's a spot semi open next to us, and people were always asking, like, oh, yeah, that, is there anybody here? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like a small end of a table, like four mm-hmm. seats. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, they, I don't know where they would put more gaming space. Like, that, it, it's huge there already. Yeah. Give but, me enough time with a blueprint, and I'll tell you. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, guys, here's the plan. We're going to suspend tables from the ceiling. Who is this? What is this for? This is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a character. It was, <laughs> this is a character. It was a character that char- suspends tables from the ceiling? It's yeah, a I'm character the, I'm the hanging table guy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's hanging table guy. I'm workshopping this character, guys. Listen up. Yeah, he talks with a cigar. <laughs> and he puts his glasses on the back of his neck like Guy <laughs> yeah, Fieri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's from Philly, so he always, always asks him for water. <laughs> water. Water. So, um, <laughs> Cheese steaks. So we... <laughs> <laughs> PAX Crazy. is a three-day con, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and Sunday. 
and it flies by every every time. Uh, yeah, man, I tell you, like every every con, it just seems like at the beginning of the con, you're like, I got all this time. Yeah, and it's never enough time. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. actually get out, get off the expo floor, and take a look at some of these classrooms. Just poke your little head in there. Like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like apparently the- they had the guy who did a crap guide to D and D. Oh really? As really? A speaker this year. Oh man, that's awesome. I yeah, I would I would have loved to have gone. And I saw a picture of him, and he doesn't look anything like his voice sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, right? So, so you only have three days at this convention. The convention hall itself is only open certain hours, and there's just not enough time. That's the problem. There's not enough time to see all and do all. Like mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time where the games are. We play test, play tested a bunch of stuff, and then we went over to um, the free play area and played there a lot. But there's so many speakers and just stuff we didn't get to see. Because you just don't, there's mm-hmm. not enough time. Yeah. yeah. You have to choose your priorities. Well, so. And some of it also is because we don't, we do the same thing with uh, packs that we do with Gen Con, where we'll go to the con about when it opens, like 10, 10, 30. Mm-hmm. And then we only stay till like four or five. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. head back to the Airbnb and play games ourselves because we're terrified of outside humans. So yeah, we, <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so t- I'm not taking a stand on that. <laughs> so we also don't spend the entirety of the time we could spend at sure. the convention. And that's a huge draw for us, I think, especially if we with our group, especially at Gen Con, because yeah. we'll go and we have a, a group of friends and, and all over the country come together mm-hmm. for, for Gen Con. Mm-hmm. And um, we will buy games at the con and bring them home and Andre will learn them. Yeah, and then, rules, <laughs> rules daddy. Rules daddy. And then uh, he'll teach us the game. And that's what that's how we like to spend our, our time. We love being at the con. We love seeing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to sit down and play a bunch of games, I'd rather do it in the comfort of the expensive Airbnb we've got. Yeah, just a place I don't have to wear a belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pajama yeah. pants all the way. Yeah. Right. But yep. then on top of that, I think one of the things board games as a culture really does well is build friendships. Like mm-hmm. you have to get these these people that are surrounding you to like you enough to sit for hours and play games with you and then do it again later right. next week right, and the right. week after. And so you have to be at least a semi-congenial human with the people that you're playing with. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to play with you anymore. Well, and that goes a long way too with these conventions is how polite oh, the majority of people are like uh-huh. too nice like it's wonder it's like a canadian convention of canadians <laughs> and the convention is just be nice to each other oh like, so yeah. sorry <laughs> oh my gosh so sorry i didn't see you there <laughs> and i don't mean that as a bad thing at all no like, no not at all it is just board game conventions in general are just some of the nicest places to go security is a joke like uh, it, yeah it's silly uh, gen con there's no security yeah. you kind of just walk in packs mm-hmm. there's metal detectors they mm-hmm. open your bag and they um, glance at it yeah they glance in there and then you go i had prescription drugs i had some pull teeth pulled so i had some prescription drugs and they never once asked me about them it was like bottles of pills in there the second day i went in i forgot to take all the stuff out of my pockets and so i walked through the metal detector goes off the security guard looks at me and he goes you wearing a belt and i said (laughs) yes and he goes you're good and that was the extent of it so security is absolutely a joke but at the same time, at least it didn't slow us down. Well, the, yeah. No, yeah, it's so fast. You know what's funny is the last day, so I go through and I'm like putting my stuff back in my backpack and he's like, oh, here's your phone. He hands it to me and I already have my phone in my pocket. So I'm like looking down at this phone he just handed to me and I like look back through the metal detector and the girl's like, that's my phone. And I'm like, I'm not trying to steal it. Like, like, the oh my dude God, handed I don't, it to I don't me. want this. It's got and a Hello like a, cop socket on it. Right. And then yeah. like a dope, I try to hand it through the metal detector to her. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, sorry. Yeah. Couldn't figure that out. I, I so one of my favorite things about packs um, is our wives, um, Candy and Amber, actually come with us. They don't go to packs, 
they just bum around Philly together mm-hmm. and have a blast. So they really enjoy it too. And then they play games with us in the evenings when we're done with packs for the day. So at one point, they're at um, Reading Station. Yeah, uh, Terminal Market. Terminal Market, right across the street. And it's like this massive uh, place with a ton of different shops, mostly yeah. food-related shops, but they also sell some wares and stuff. And it's like jammed it's, in this place. <laughs> so many people in there. And it's all indoors, but it's all like different little tiny restaurants. Like here you can buy fritters or here you can yeah. buy, the you know. The superior of the fried yeah, foods. Absolutely. Fried we'll, donuts. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, here you can buy all sorts of stuff. The, so the wives are walking around there and Amber texts Dan. Yeah. And she says, we're surrounded by people who look like you guys. Right. <laughs> which, which, yeah, which at first was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, well, that doesn't I, seem no. like a compliment. I feel like we just got insulted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so we sort of were like, well, what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, normally you guys stick out. Yeah, which made it, it, made it worse. considerably yeah. worse. Yeah. Like, much, yeah. much worse. That's at the mo- point I met. I thought, oh, well, this w- never was a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this somebody, was an insult from the beginning. It's like somebody took the three of you and then like copy pasted you yeah, like 60,000 times. Yeah. Just oh, surrounded like, by you. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I found Thanks? my tribe, I guess. But it, I mean, but it's true uh, to mm-hmm. a point. Like yeah. I, we are three nerdy guys and we never shy away from it. Like wherever oh, yeah. we're at, we're going to be talking about stuff we like, board games and, mm-hmm. and D&D and stuff like that. In Philadelphia for this one weekend, it's all you hear. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's my favorite favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, it's I crazy. I love it. You'll yeah. be sitting, you'll be like standing in line for a delicious blueberry fritter and, <laughs> and like behind you, you're hearing a discussion about like what your warlock is going to, which God your warlock is going to serve. And in front mm-hmm. of you, you got some discussion about, you know, trash pandas mm-hmm. and did you try that new game? Yeah, well, I don't like this mechanic. And you're mm-hmm. just like, I'm surrounded by my people. Yeah. It's, this is amazing. It, it's awesome. And and there's extremes to this, of course. Like, there's your your way far nerdy guys that that take it maybe a little too serious at points. But, <laughs> but like, it, it's just so, it's kind of surreal. Because mm-hmm. if I heard, if I was out, whatever, at the gym, and I heard two guys talking about D&D... I would stop and say like, "Oh, you guys play D and D too," because that's that's like a thing I don't hear. We would yeah, stick yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, be, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would stick out to me. But <laughs> maybe she's right, and I don't like it. But maybe she's right. Yeah, but I don't know. Like when she said, it, "I was like physically, like a physically, look like all these guys." Thanks for nothing. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's such a great experience, mm-hmm. and just because of uh, of the board games, board games are larger things. So if you're carrying a lot of them, you're gonna bump into people. Oh like, yeah, you can't help it. Now they sell these board game backpacks that are just Oof. like enormous, mm-hmm. and some people are just swinging those things around. You got like sixty thousand people, all of all of them with these huge bags they, surrounding right. themselves. They all look like they're playing Death Stranding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, you get run into yeah. a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of times, and but everybody's so nice about it which is like it just sticks out to me because mm-hmm. i mean i've been to concerts and stuff and people run into you and don't even say anything mm-hmm. like no, no, no. oh yeah it's, it's it's chaos yeah so this is it's just such a good experience and then um getting to play all these games uh, demoing games and things like that seeing stuff that i normally wouldn't be um exposed to is, mm-hmm. is just so great and that's my favorite part is playing games that I normally wouldn't play because that's what like I know what I like mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. gonna s- seek that stuff out. Yeah. But I don't know what I don't like or 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, sure. no. yeah, yeah. You always like to try something new. I want to try something new, and maybe like some mechanic will catch me. And there was a couple games we played where I was like, "Oh, that was actually really interesting." Mm-hmm. We played some drawing game that I was willing to buy immediately. Oh yeah, oh, Mo- yeah. Monstrosity. Check yeah, our Monstrosity. Facebook page. Monstrosity. Yeah, terrible name, but yeah. like uh, that. That was really fun. You, uh, Mark, was mm-hmm. the main person in that, and so you picked a card. He and- was abducted by an alien. Uh, yep. That's right. I was abducted by an alien, so uh, it scarred him for life. It scarred me for life. <laughs> so you guys were the uh, investigators yeah, who were we, coming out to talk to me we were mm-hmm. desperately trying to hear more about this alien i want to hear about this alien that keistered mark <laughs> <laughs> so you get a random oh. you get a random card and then you would look at this card for 15 seconds mm-hmm. and then you'd spend a minute and 15 seconds describing it to the players who were drawing it and we are detectives so we can ask all the questions we right. want about whatever this which alien dave and was. i didn't know at first no. <laughs> yeah yeah thankfully so, the guy demoing it was yeah. pestering mark with questions which yeah. was very helpful so you basically so the person who describes it picks the person who they think did the best job drawing it but mm. you can't ever look at your the art again right, right. you only get the one go and yeah. then at the end of it like you flip it back over and then everybody votes on who they think did the best right. yeah right it was it was amazing and it was unfortunately fun. it wasn't so it, was, it wasn't it wasn't available out. yeah was yeah like, it was coming to kickstarter but that's like the kind of game if i saw it in the store i'd read the back of it and be like uh, okay like yeah, but not think anything yeah. yeah but just playing it was such a good and simple idea mm-hmm. and it really caught me so that's like a huge benefit for me going to um board game conventions because i can get kind of close-minded on, on the things i like because i know exactly what kind of games i'm gonna mm-hmm. like but i don't mm-hmm. know what i i'm missing out on well and sometimes exactly. you'll you'll try something out that you never knew you would have liked like if you told me about love letter i think that game is dumb right or sorry not love letter um uh, you got the, it you can do it it's easy <laughs> no you, i can't just think about it love connection love fog of love fog, fog of, of love, fog <laughs> of love. Uh, if you told me about fog of love like i thought that game was kind of dumb when you and andre actually oh, told me yeah, about yeah. it and then i played it and i was like man i like you this play game. the demo and yeah. you're just like whoa and like now candy and i have played like pretty much all the expansions mm-hmm. and like it, it's a ton of fun so uh, getting to try it out is fun too at packs mm-hmm. because gen con is so it's harder crowded. to get in it's yeah. so hard to get in on a demo whereas at packs so many less people well this year more but still like uh, but I even never, though i i, I can even i could count a ton of times where we walked up and we're watching a demo and the guy's like well i'm another seat if you want to sit down and mm-hmm. most of the time we're just like no no just keep going like i can watch it no and the thing i love about it too is like you find stuff that you didn't even know existed mm-hmm. like we were we were walking around and like this lady and i made eye contact with each other and she's like <laughs> I she, well, she was hello. like, she was like, uh, oh yeah, this do you is what, talk about this game. I, I, I looked away. Yeah. yeah, she looked over and I was like, oh oh, eye contact. <laughs> yeah, so, Dan got scared off. I did. And like, yeah, he, yeah. he sped his step up too. Like so, Dan got scared off by the eye contact. The worst part is I had to go back. Yeah. yeah. So she she looked at me and I was like, hold on, let me go get my idiots. So he corrals us <laughs> like a sheepdog, <laughs> and we go back and it's it's this game called The Shivers, which is being brought to Kickstarter early next year mm-hmm. in 2020. And it's like a 3D pop-up role-playing. Yeah, like one of those pop-up books. Yeah. It looks so cool. Amazing. Like, that's such a brilliant idea and and a cool thing they had these inserts like the pictures in the wall you could pull those up and turn them around and they're different pictures on the mm-hmm. wall which will have to do with a story and, and and it's all apparently some sort of a mystery co-op with yeah some sort of ghosts or yeah something. i guess that is all i know yeah, that's about all it. i know like, but we it didn't was have a lot but yeah there wasn't a lot she didn't give us a lot of information other than the aesthetics of the game which yeah. were mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh, and then it's funny because mark and i were walking by and there was a 
game I wanted to, to purchase, which was Ishtar. Mm -hmm. And Mark and I stopped and played it. And I, even looking at it, I just liked the look of it. I liked everything about it. I watched gameplay video. I, I thought it was great. And then I sat down and played it. And I just, it didn't hit. Mm -hmm. Like it, it just wasn't something I was interested in. It was super heavy and I can't see us playing it a lot. So it was hard to justify that. Right. And it just like, while we were playing it, I had an okay time, but it just like so heavy and so much strategy. And that's not exactly what my strong points are. So, <laughs> yeah. so it just like didn't, it just didn't hit. So it's, again, this is another benefit of playing a game mm -hmm. that, that really yeah. benefited me. Yeah, I demoed a number of games even that I said that was really enjoyable, but I have, or between the three of us, we have seven games that not only scratch this itch, but usually better. And right. we already know how to play Oh, them, another so. game, Fire Tower, oh, which yeah. I had never... Never heard of. Never heard of. Cannot wait to play Fire Tower. Yeah, this game, is, so it's such a simple concept. Well, the concept doesn't make any sense, but like, <laughs> so so there's an internal fire going on in the woods, and you are a fire safety person that works in a fire tower. Yeah, but uh -huh. we are for opposing fire yeah, safety yeah. people. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not trying towers. to stop this fire Which, in any way. When we no. first glanced at it, I said, oh, I bet that's a co-op about yeah. us trying, trying to put to a stop forest the fire. fire. No, no, it's no. Not. no. You're just trying to stop the fire enough so it doesn't burn down your tower but everybody's <laughs> trying to burn down everyone else's tower yeah so you use like shifting wind and it's uh, we didn't even demo this we were just watching a demo and mm -hmm. then um a lady came over and talked to us about mm -hmm. it and it was just so catching and it's such a um it has those like uh, red crystal cubes mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. represent the fire and you get a ton of them in the bag oh there's like a huge like sack full of yeah things. it's crazy and so when they're demoing this game they're just pulling up handfuls of these and putting them out on the board uh where the wind's blowing and, and it just was such an eye-catching mm -hmm. game and i'd never heard of this game oh before. My gosh. i felt like you and i were racing to give that i know i yeah i money. couldn't give her the money fast enough i know and, I was and my like... card wasn't working <laughs> i was like oh my god please. i'll do anything i almost shoved you out of the way i was like no don't take his money take mine i'll do anything please <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't give her. I couldn't get in front of you to get that. Oh man, it, buy that board it game. was. Yeah, it it just looks amazing. So it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be the rare instance where I also buy a board game that somebody else already. Oh, owns. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just. It's a great experience. So Pax does that a, a lot better than Gen Con allows mm -hmm. you to. Mm -hmm. um, Gen Con has more games, obviously, but it also has like double the people. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're fighting for every inch there. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like a war. It's like a war. <laughs> it's like this war, man. Oh man, <sighs> we still gotta so, do that. It's so bummer. sad. That's a thing that's coming. Oh. Uh, so yeah, but I I mean I always have a great time at PAX Unplugged. I can't recommend it enough yeah. for for if, everyone yeah, to go to. Yeah, if you're in the area, I think I talked to one guy who was like. He'd driven from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to another guy in Reading Terminal Market who was in the Doomtown tournament, which was, I thought, pretty interesting to talk to him about it. Wait, it's like a, a Western it's of like, some sort? It's like a Western. Yeah, he like he described it as a but Western you're to cheat. poker yeah. game where you are allowed to cheat, but if you are get if you get caught cheating, then you get heavily punished for it in the game. I, but it's like, like cheating in the game. Like there are rules yeah, about yeah, yeah, cheating yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, game, not actually to be clear. Yeah, like you can stack your decks so that there's like five aces or whatever, and, but and if, a, if a ever cool you get caught with five aces, <laughs> yeah. Cool thing that that happened too. We got to talk to somebody we had been emailing. Oh yeah, she, uh, she works for. I, I'm a little confused about the the structure of this company. So it is it is Starling Games, but it is also Tabletop Tycoon. And I it I do not know how these two intermix. Like it's a subsidiary or whatever. I, I don't know. But yeah. she has an email address for both of them. So mm -hmm. it's really throwing me off. But anyway, uh, her name's Brenna, and she works for for Starling Games. And I just because I don't know how the industry works or anything, just assume she was like a marketing person and so we were there and there was this game called war of whispers which looks pretty cool it's like a circular board 
and uh, you have these tokens that tell you who you're going against, but also who you're on the, uh, the team with. Yeah. And it could be, you could be on the team with everyone and you don't know it. So and, it looks like it should be a dudes on a map, like try to take over different <laughs> things, but it's, but it's not. It's a game right. of intrigue yeah. where you're trying to back different factions. You aren't playing a faction. No. You you're are just backing, backing different them. factions. But, but it turns out you all could be backing the same faction. Yeah. It's, it looks like a crazy game. I'm really interested in it. But um, yeah, she they, they sent us um, uh, Black, Black Orchestra. Orchestra. But when I was talking to her, again, I thought she was some marketing person. And I'm holding War of Whispers and I see on the back and she's the developer for the game. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's awesome. So we got to talk to her and it's always always cool to, to just meet somebody and like ask them questions about the process of how games get made because I have yeah. no idea. Like yeah. they just show up at my door one we day. We mess yeah. up playing the games that smart people <laughs> Yeah, I can't made. imagine them making a game. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it, it's just cool. And that's another great thing. If you've never been to a board game convention, a lot of the designers and developers are there. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that the first couple of times I went to a board game convention. Yeah. And now that I'm a little more familiar with the industry and people who are like, quote unquote, designers or heavy mm-hmm. hitters, it's like, oh, you see these people at, it's, at the con. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Like if, you, I mean, obviously the guys from Dice Tower are all there and they're oh, yeah. there like just interacting with everyone, which is awesome. And then a lot of times, especially with the smaller companies if you're there demoing a game there's a chance the guy showing you the demo is the guy that made that game yeah there's yeah. a so, solid so it's chance. awesome like so if if that guy doesn't know nobody's gonna know so yeah. it's a it's such an interesting dynamic because i can imagine going to like uh other trade shows and stuff like that and the the owners aren't aren't there the, the mm-hmm. guys that make everything aren't there so it's just it's awesome and it's sometimes just, i got to get to like geek out i saw cody miller who is showing off zaya my favorite mm-hmm. game the guy who made the game is yeah. the one there showing off the game mm-hmm. but then i like got gun shy about saying hi because he had a goatee and he doesn't have a goatee in any of the videos <laughs> and, <laughs> oh no now he's on the other side of the track i feel oh, like no. that means he, he's his own evil twin at that point because like oh, that's man. how star trek works so Dave, it's a real shame you missed a primo uh, opportunity to give your favorite board game designer your personal cell phone number oh, yeah <laughs> I would have too. And like done one of those where you hand someone something, but you hand it too far so you can stroke their hand as you oh, place it, you know? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. you do is you place it inside of your palm when you do the handshake. <laughs> there we and go. then when they grab it and look at it, you just wink. You you should have gave them the B, the Airbnb key. <laughs> Give him the address. Like, Here the you go. I'm, like, I can I can make sure they're out to dinner. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're gonna sit on the floor like children and we're yeah. gonna play Zaya and I'm gonna get to play. With the designer, yeah, you're the gonna play. Thing you're gonna play this game with me, and you <laughs> yep. better beat me. Yeah, because yep. if I lose, man, like you, you wrote every card. Oh man, and that game is like so big and awesome, and I, I adore it. So, but it's so cool to see that going on. Like, yeah. here's a game that I think of in my head as this huge game that must be some decent sized company putting it out, but it's not. It's one dude. It's Cody Miller sitting at his computer and then printing stuff out and test playing, and like that is so cool to go and just mm-hmm. see these people that we actually idolized. To yeah, point. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a really great experience, and and just interacting with those people is so good. And I I'm sure they love it too. Like they're they're seeing people geek out about stuff that they made, like mm-hmm. their blood, sweat, and tears. So yeah, it's um it's a really cool experience. I definitely recommend Pax Unplugged. 
Um, it's getting bigger, but but still, it feels like a small convention. Still, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, Gen Con's like this massive thing, yeah. so like there's no mistaking that. But Gen yeah, Con's PAX, overwhelming. Yeah, PAX feels feels really good, and it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great size. Yeah. Again, like I said, the panelists are getting quite prominent at this point because, like I said, I didn't know about it till after the fact. But Joe Cat, the guy who does mm-hmm. uh, Crap Guide to D and D, he was there. Um, Puffin Forest, if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with any of the yeah. animated D and D stuff that gets put on YouTube, yeah, Dan's looks like he's dying I'm right taking now. Taking a stand. <laughs> yeah, I was taking an, uh, an uh, taking an eye roll. Yeah, I was like, it's oh, not okay. 2020 yet. <laughs> Take a stand on that. I guess Dan, I guess Dan hates it all. Okay. Uh, no, but yeah, I if you guys are in Philadelphia next year, so the dates are already out. It is the weekend before Thanksgiving, which I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. It's always a couple weeks after, and I think yeah, I, I, and I don't that. know why I'm bothered no, by it because well, <laughs> it doesn't really matter i do know why i'm bothered because it's closer to gen con now that's true that's it's, true yeah mm-hmm. and so now like i think it's going to be more of a financial hit given how many board games i have to um, buy in a smaller time i period. don't know though because i always spend less at pax because it's so close to christmas oh that's yeah. true. so i don't yeah. spend as much and pax doesn't have as much gen con all the new releases are there mm-hmm. so and i the tend, old ones and the old and, ones and so every I, tend, game ever. I tend to buy all of those <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but pax just doesn't have the just a, a pure amount of yeah games i kind of look at it like pax is like the one i go to just hang out with you guys yeah. and play board games and we do a lot of that at Gen Con too but like the, the con is a much more prominent Gen Con I spend way more money mm-hmm. on He's easily yeah. more money I only think I bought four games at PAX something mm-hmm. like that four or five games I think eventually when we start uh, when we get big enough which is weeks away at this point we're gonna sure. have to start maybe tomorrow planning random yeah con. I'm a little concerned about the growth of our podcast yeah. like it may not be like <laughs> I don't sustainable know. it may not be right. like a long term yeah well especially thing. when we sell to Disney yeah <laughs> <laughs> when, but when we start planning random con I think uh oh man we'll have it ooh. at my house <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's Remember fun. the first year when there were three attendees? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, did even you guys our... uh, pay for your tickets yet? I haven't uh, received them in the mail. <laughs> no, just three. Our wives don't even come. It is us. We yeah, are... they actually left. Yeah. This is depressing, They're you like, guys. We're, gonna, we're leaving. We're going to go eat shellfish. Yeah. Oh boy. Bunch of monsters. <laughs> three of us can't yeah. eat that. That's uh, episode yeah. number 19. Uh, yeah. yeah, we talked some games. We talked packs. So that's great. Talk we did it. sugar. What's that mean? We mean we got to compliment some things. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird, weird way to say it, though. Yeah. I mean, you guys never heard talk some, talk some Sugar? Hey, if no. you want to talk some sugar to us, Ooh, yeah, lay it you on can me, email daddies. us. Yeah, if you want to th- talk that sugar, <laughs> talk that sugar. you just email us at randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram, uh, randomdraw, a board game podcast, um, a bunch of underscores in there. Check out our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check us out on Facebook at randomdrawpod. Yep. We're right there. Uh, if you do me, do me a solid, guys. Here's oh, the here deal. we go. This is a call to action. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this buzzword. Yeah, synergy. Oh, yeah, Mark, Mark's part of corporate America. <laughs> well, now. listen, man, you fit I'm right I'm, in it. I'm getting ready for the mouse. Oh. <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, no, here's the deal. If you guys like a pod, if you like a post that mm-hmm. we put up on Facebook, Facebook page, you got it. <laughs> Yikes! Nailing it, Mark. Yikes! Uh, if you like a post that we put up on Facebook, I, I see a lot of you have been hitting that like button. Just hit that share button, too. I know there's you're not the only one out there who likes board games. Yeah. yeah. There's thousands. I was just at a board game. I don't know if you guys know. I was at a board game convention <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Oh, was it PAX Unplugged? Yeah. I that was there great. Was thousands oh, of people there. There's literally hundreds of us there. Yeah. They literally <laughs> liked board games there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just hit that share button, too, because that goes a long way. Here's the deal. I get if you're embarrassed by us. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, mean, I get that. I mean, honestly, I'm 
I'm embarrassed by us. Like seriously, yeah, I'm married. Like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just throw us a share too, because that that goes a long way. To, I'm not even saying like rate review, although you should also do that. You should definitely do. You that. should definitely do that. But also like share a post if you like it, um, because we are trying to build like a nice community of people, and we rely on you guys to help do some of that heavy lifting too. Also, yeah. if you have questions, comments, or a, a game you want us to talk about, please let us know. We will for sure do it. I'll mm-hmm. buy a game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, actually, oh, I actually oh, got oh, a post oh, from uh, a gentleman today on the Facebook page saying he can't wait for to hear our thoughts about Fire Tower. Oh, oh really? Well, yeah, us yeah, too. Yeah. I can't wait <laughs> to hear my thoughts about Fire Tower. <laughs> I've seen the inside of it. <laughs> yeah. So. I've touched those beautiful uh, orange well, well. gems, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to set all of you ablaze. Yeah, but definitely, uh, wherever you download us at, uh, definitely throw us some, some stars or thumbs up or whatever type of thing they use. <laughs> this is going good. This is all good. This is all gold. Uh, but yeah, uh, rate us and review. Give us a five-star review. That would be the best. I would. Uh, if you're going to give us one-star review, don't. Just don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. But yeah, so uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming out. We did yeah. it. Yeah, we, we did un- it. We unpacked it all. Oh, man. I hate it. I hate everything about it. And now for something completely different. So the other day, I was thinking about that meme where it's the guy who's like sitting at the uh, table in the park and it says something like, uh, oh, yeah, whatever, something or whatever, Cha- me. change my change mind. My mind yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in my brain, I formulated one that was uh, Baby Yoda is just gizmo with alopecia. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. No, but it's right. <laughs> like, now that I think about it, don't put water on him, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, but I don't, because I, I don't watch Baby The Mandalorian. Yoda. Oh, it's, it's good. It's really yeah, good. I like, it's really I like, good. I like Baby Yoda, but I like him a little less now that I thought of that. How, so, it's so good, though. Mark, how do you feel about if you took a Ronin samurai story okay. and then you set it in a Western, but then all of that took place in the Star Wars universe? I mean, like, I love all three of those things. Yeah. yeah. That is exactly. what The Mandalorian is. Exactly, you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, so, I don't even like Westerns. And I love the Mandalorian. So the Mandalorian I'm just never gonna pay for Disney Plus. No, no, I don't think so. I, I already pay plenty of people for. I know. I don't. Sense. I don't have more people. I don't have kids, and I'm I feel not, like I already give the mouse so stop, much of my. Stop taking a stand. I know. <laughs> That's my hot take for 2020. No more stands. I can't say anything because, like, maybe one day we'll be owned by Disney, and that'd be pretty dope. But like, <laughs> oh, they're not going to dig this up. Yeah, no, no, no. Some intern somewhere is not going to be forced to listen to every episode. <laughs> I can only imagine. Sorry. Like, I can only imagine some execs' ears are burning right now. He's even talking about the mouse. But also, if Disney wanted to buy this podcast, they just sort of look at us and be like, "Hey, here's 20 bucks. Like, we're not even going to get anything." Oh, I charge them more than 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 bucks. No. <laughs> Yeah, they the would second, have to pay me more than I've put in. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. The second that uh, that Disney has like a podcast branch, then oh, I'm man. like, yeah, yeah. I'm applying immediately. It's, it's coming. Like, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I'll have a podcasting daddy. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I'll be a care. cog in that machine. <laughs> yeah, well, I care. <laughs> what I, I have to wear a whole uh, outfit while I podcast? Yes, yeah, sure. Nobody, you know nobody yeah. can hear this, right, yeah, podcast daddy? That's right. <laughs> nobody can see what I'm wearing. Uh, you just shut your mouth and talk. Into the candle. <laughs> pretty the good. It's pretty good. It's fine, I guess. Yeah, pretty good. I thought it was good. <laughs> I'm already scared to go against what you said. Yeah, Mark, you're like the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> it's, like oh, for, yeah. it's like where you do voices instead of. Yeah. I've been working. As soon as, when you guys accuse me of only having two accents, and one of them is Bernie Sanders, I like. I gotta. I gotta work on so it. What so what you workshopped was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse and Dusty Rhodes recently. I cannot wait to meet Mickey Mouse in our campaign. Yeah, I I'm pretty excited about that. I and, know. But what I'm really excited about is because you only do two voices, we're going to like roll up to a shop with a husband and wife. One of them is going to be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and Mickey Mouse is married to Bernie Sanders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that'd be great. Oh, man. I, uh, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good voice. Eh? <laughs> keep it. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Mark. I'm trying. I, I want it to be immersive for you guys. Because, <laughs> you know, we're getting ready to start that new campaign, and I, I thought about it today. And I had all these plans, and I said to myself, You scrapped them all? Uh, let's just burn all of those and start over. Yeah. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, I like it. So, just like that, huh? Yeah, just like that. I'm not, no, no, I'm not nervous. <laughs> It's fine. All right. So we had a debate while we were at PAX that I think I would like feedback from listeners. On. Okay. What is better? We didn't have donuts this debate. or fritters. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, for some reason, I thought this was going to be a different question. Oh, the so we this also was saw not miles of pasta. You could no, 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 no. no, no, no. This okay. was I Cere- thought is cereal super salad. Oh, yeah. right. I that, that was that was not a debate. That was someone something someone at PAX had on a dry erase board, and that's not a debate. Yeah. No, it is it's clearly soup. a casserole. <laughs> Of those two options, it's yeah. obviously of not salad. Those yeah. two options, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, soup. Yeah. Obviously not. Salad. We could debate whether it's other things, but yeah. it's not salad. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a soup. It didn't make but any sense. What was Weird your What happen. was your question? I, uh, want, yeah. I want I want to give my take. You what is gave better, your take. donuts or fritters? Oh yeah, I did give my yeah. take. About so this. where all three of us on the show, uh-huh. all fritter boys. Oh totally, hundred yeah. percent fritter. All three of us. Oh wait, like yeah. not even close. Fritters are so much better. You know who thinks donuts are better? Both of our wives. I know. I don't like that. I know. Ooh, I hate it. I know. I like. I like them a lot. Amber doesn't yeah. like fritters at all. That's oh, man. crazy talk. I know. And I respect her. Candy will eat. You used but... to. See, candy will eat anything fried with sugar on it. So <laughs> or baked with sugar on it. Like, it's not that she won't eat a fritter. <laughs> she just much prefers a donut. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I hate that people have their own opinions. Yeah, today we played a <laughs> so scenario of Gloomhaven and Candy goes, we won, so I get a cookie, right? And I was like, what is that? Anything. First That's off, fun. you're an adult now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the cookies you want, forever just, and ever. Just have a cookie; it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a good way to get some social media engagement. So, if you like donuts, hit us up with the hashtag Donut Daddy. And if <laughs> I you don't like, like that. if that you like weird. fritters, uh, yeah. get us that. Uh, hit us up with that hashtag Fritter Friend. Oh, I thought you were gonna go Fritter Daddy. No, <laughs> I didn't like <laughs> that be, either. That'd be very funny if I went back to Daddy for Fritter. <laughs> just everything Daddy. <laughs> Welcome you like, to everything, Daddy. Yeah, if you like casserole, uh, hit us up at uh, hashtag uh, casserole, Daddy. <laughs> if you like uh, daddies, hit us yeah, up at no, uh, like, Daddy, Daddy. It's not like the same. I don't like any of this. Mm-mm. Do you do you no. prefer donut, Daddy, or Daddy Donuts? Daddy Donuts. Daddy Donuts. Yeah, I Daddy Donuts. All right, so sure. it's been decided. Uh, hashtag Daddy Donuts or uh, Fritter Friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fritter Friend, I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. Fritter Friend is good. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know where that was. Going I'm to go. a Fritter Friend. <laughs> Me, yeah, I'm yeah. a friend of Fritters. For mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, what brand or flavor of fritter? Apple Ooh. for me. Mm. I'm Blue- traditional. Blueberry for me because it's the best of the berries. I would have said blueberry, but then I had the cherry fritter oh. at Gen Con, like not oh, this yeah. last year, but the two year before. Yeah, I'm a cherry. I'm a cherry guy. That's now. the best fritters I've ever had, though. Two years ago, Gen Con oh, on yeah. that, like, were. not in Indianapolis, but in some random city outside of Indianapolis. Home of the Indianapolis Colts summer. Camp. Yeah. Wherever that is. Yeah, wherever yeah, that wherever, is. You can look that up. <laughs> yeah, wherever that like, might be. It was like Titan Donuts or something like that. I don't know. It was delicious. I'm yeah. starting to feel like we're really Jim Gaffining here. Like we, we spend a lot of time talking about food, is what I'm saying. I, I feel I like at some stop point making almost, it so good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like at some point in almost every episode we have a whole discussion about something food related. <laughs> well, Dave, it relates to everybody. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's food is a thing everybody can feel. It's universal. About. Like we can disagree on religion or politics, but yeah. we all eat. Yeah, all you yeah, gotta yeah. eat. We all eat. Yeah. You gotta eat. All right, so you guys wanna do a show? Yeah, uh, I guess we can do that. I mean, I guess so. Let me turn the page. Turn here I am. <laughs> I only wanna do uh 
um, 19. Was that Bob Seger? That seems no. right. Nope. Uh, no. What is that dude's name? Help Bob, me out here. On the Road Again? That's yeah. Bob Seger, On right? the Road Again? No, not that one. No, no, no. That, uh, here turn I the am. Page. Oh, yeah, Turn the Page. Turn not the page. Who did Metallica that did it, too. They did a cover on Garage Inc. With oh, it is Bob Seger. Uh, Good for you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in my face? I don't know. I do remember the James Hetfield version. I'm sure. Turn sure. the page. I'm for sure cutting this out, so <laughs> don't you worry about oh, it. Oh, no, don't turn it. That's my James Hetfield. He's going to show up in your D&D campaign, too. Is he going to buy the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'd want to sell the Metallica. <laughs> I think if, if someone offers us enough money, we'll sell to anyone. I don't yeah. know. There is a level of Wait, money. are they just buying it and we don't have to do it anymore? No, no, no. I assume they're like paying us to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why would you buy the IP? It turns out that <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Lars Ulrich is like a huge board game guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, he's I got know. two things. Golden Dolphin in his pool and a board game collection. Are we Those talking are like a dolphin that... trimmed in gold leaf or? No, it's no. a solid gold it's solid gold. It's, just, it's at it the bottom of his the pool. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes down there and drums on it every now and yeah, then. Yeah, this is my um, this is my uh, golden porpoise. Is that that your Lars Ulrich? <laughs> it's not very good. I don't no, know what he sounds ter- like. <laughs> I don't know. His name's Lars Ulrich. Yeah. This is my golden doll. No, no, <laughs> I don't like that either. No, I, I like this that more. This is my golden doll. Yeah. No. You really now do Bernie, with- can't, I yeah. can't, now do Bernie Sanders. I can't. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> to be clear, this is my golden dolphin. I melted it down myself. All the workers contributed three coins each, and now we share a dolphin. Community golden dolphin. <laughs> Good, this went well. All right, see you guys later. All right, we've done it. Okay, bye. What if that was our podcast? <laughs> Game over, man. Game over! 